This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to People Talk. People Talk is about getting ahead at work, becoming a leader, establishing your personal brand, and motivating yourself and those around you. Hosted by Angela Hall, who has decades of experience working in the field of human resources, you can expect lively discussions about topics like workplace politics, dealing with difficult employees and clients, creating an inclusive workplace, and jump-starting your career. Here's your host, Angela Hall. Hello, this is Angela Hall, and welcome to another episode of People Talk, where we talk about all things related to work, work-life balance, jump-starting your career, navigating politics at work, and just dealing with work during this pandemic. Thanks for joining me. So today we're going to talk about the ho, ho, ho holidays. How do you support yourself and your workers emotionally while you are going through a holiday season in a pandemic? So we know the holidays are typically stressful for a lot of people. Why? Well, we have to interact with people that we might have some emotional baggage associated with from childhood, or you might have to go see some in-laws that you might not be thrilled about seeing. There are a lot of situations that stress people out. Also, of course, there's the financial um, considerations of buying gifts. And it just seems like no matter how much I budget, I don't know if any of you are all like that, um, I overspend. There is the associated holiday indulgences um, all of that, all of those good cookies and pies and gingerbread houses and rich meals. Even with the pandemic going on, and hopefully everyone here is doing their right um, and appropriate social distancing, we're probably eating foods that we just don't normally eat, right? So those can be stressors too, as we see ourselves pack on the weight. The holidays can also be stressful because we have to, we want to take some time off from work to be with our families, but we've got, you know, some of us don't have jobs where we can just walk away. And, you know, we're thinking about what's happening uh, when we're not at work. So what do we do to support ourselves and employees? Well, during this time, well, let's think about it. Um, I think that what 2020 has taught us is that we need to practice some grace and some forgiveness and kindness with some others, with others and with ourselves. Um, we may not be able to um, have holidays the way we normally have, but we can still do it in ways that we're connected with other people. So Many of us might dread, might have dreaded in years past that annual holiday party, but it's funny how you don't miss something until it's gone, right? Um, how many of us have not seen our coworkers for months? I mean, 
many of us are living in states where we've been in some form of lockdown since uh, March, right? So nine months of not being able to connect physically, to have a hug, a handshake, a slap on the back, that, that can be alienating. But employers can do things like have a virtual holiday party or engaged in a virtual secret Santa, where it could be that you could be mailing people presents or emailing them presents, something that someone has to look forward to. I think we all go back to being a, a kid when we receive something in the mail, even when we order it for ourselves, right? Are we happy when that Amazon, Amazon box comes, even if it only has socks in it? It's like, yeah, a present's coming for me. It's important too for managers, supervisors to check in with employees, see how they're doing. Um, and you may even have to do a little bit more this holiday season. Some other discussions are how do we handle work during the times when people are off? right? Do you allow more people to take off because you don't need to have a physical office potentially that needs to be staffed, at least with a skeleton crew because no one's in the office? Just because someone was a person that you required to work during the holidays before, you might not, you might, they might not be that now that we're doing remote work. So looking at people's jobs and trying to figure out the extent to which that, that person um, really needs to be there. There have been many studies that have found that in the United States, most people don't take all the annual leave that they are entitled to. This is probably even magnified because of the COVID situation. Actually, I have seen studies that have said that people aren't taking vacation, quote unquote, because they're not leaving their homes. So what, what is a person to do? Well, an employer should encourage people to take breaks and take vacations. There's a lot of good research that said that when people go on vacation, they typically come back emotionally energized. They may even be, you know, raring to go back to work. You know, after like that, think about when you're a kid in summer vacation, toward the end of it, you're like, wow, I can't wait for school to start. So it may be a good idea to energize folks. Another thing is that you may encourage people to take a little bit more vacation, right? So this year, um, Christmas is falling on a Friday and so is New Year's. A lot of places give people the, um, the day before off, they give Christmas and New Year's a two-day holiday. So encouraging people to take some extended holidays, that would be really good. Um, and encouraging those folks who don't usually take vacation to say, hey, you need to energize yourself. Um, I know that a lot of people uh, including people who are related to me, they've run into the issue of, wow, um, where, you know, I, I've accumulated so much leave because I'm not going anyplace. I need to burn some leave. So it might be a good time now to do an audit of what you are, um, you know, people's leave, 
to send it to them and say, hey, did you consider taking a few more days off? Another thing may be to encourage people to work half days or partial days during the holiday season if they don't want to burn all the leaves. So what are some other things that we can do to support people during the holidays? You know, if there's any year to give a present to an employee, it's now. Because frankly, once again, 2020, that was rough. So it doesn't necessarily even matter about the amount. Just the fact that people are being recognized, that they're there, it will make people feel good. It could be a $10 gift card. It could be that um, even just a card, but if you have it in your budget, um, you can you know, send folks a little gift. And if you can afford it personally, and you don't have it in your work budget, or you're not allowed to make those type of expenditures, think about if you have 10 people reporting to you, sending 10 $10 gift cards. I mean, most of us, myself included, um, we blow off $100. I'm not trying to disparage people who, you know, who are, you know, who are the working poor, but most people in management, they could, they could probably afford $100. Send out some presents, um, make people feel rewarded, make them feel recognized, right? It doesn't make a difference so much of the um, amount, it's just that recognition. Know that during the holidays, some people may even feel that they have to overcompensate um, be, with their children. They can't go sit on Santa Claus lap. I, I, um, I didn't see it, but my husband was telling me about this today about um, a Santa and Mrs. Claus, how they um, tested positive from COVID. Um, ostensibly, they got it from the children. I, I don't know who's in the news today. So, you know, you're not sitting on Santa Claus lap. You're not going to see grandma, grandpa. You're not doing the things that you normally do. So what are some things that you can do to make your kids and your family feel better, you might start new traditions. And so make sure that as an employer, that you have flexibility. You know, kids might want to have a little, their parents spending a little bit more time with them once they're on break. And a lot of kids have a longer break from school than adults may have from work. So allowing people to have flexibility while their kids are home, that is really important. Another thing is to make sure that you realize that holidays are inclusive. I mean, there's more than Christmas, right? Um, and make sure that if you have any type of recognition in the workplace, you designate it as like a holiday party, you're inclusive. It may even be an opportunity to learn about different cultures and different religions. 2020 has also been a year when we thought about DEI, right? And looking at the workplace in the perspective of multiple people. Another thing it may be a good thing to do to the extent that you may be able to give spot bonuses. I know where you're gonna get the money from, but to be creative. Um, you, this might be the year where folks want to have that that bigger Christmas party or they lost 
money in some other type of way. A, a partner may be, might've gotten laid off. So I always say money is not a motivator. It is not, and there's good um, research to support that. But, it, but when it's put in the context of a recognition and I appreciate you, um, that can be a motivator. Some other things to do is to think about how your employees, if they have to be forward facing or customer facing, what are things that they can do to better support your customers and also for them not to, for lack of a better term, receive abuse or to um, facilitate the relationship that they have with the customer. So it can be pleasant for both folks. So things like if you have a store an operation where people are coming in, making it festive, um, there's something called emotional contagion. And if someone is in a good mood, it has a, a, um, a, a tendency to spread to somebody else. Think about when you when you live with someone and someone is in a stinky, foul mood. That can be kind of like contagious. It can make you feel bad, right? So the way you can keep your the workplace, if people have to come in cheery, that can elevate mood of the employees, which and then can elevate the mood of your uh, customers. And there's something called the normal reciprocity. The norm of reciprocity. The norm of reciprocity is, is that people have a tendency to mirror, mirror what someone does. So if you're nice to me, I want as a human being to mirror back being nice to you. If you do a favor to me, for me, I want to do a favor for you. So the extent to which you can make employees feel energized, renewed when they're coming to work. And it's hard to go to work anyway during the holidays, right? But ways you can engage them so that they can have an elevated mood, they can mirror, they can display that behavior to the customers who can mirror it back. But I'm a person who strongly believes that sometimes you have to say, mm, customer's not always right. If you have you know, and you and you probably should um, have a mask policy. Some and, and, and you know you have people exposing that nose. You know, walking around with their nose exposed, or they're not wearing the mask, or and you have to have your employees like tell people, hey, you need to pull up your mask. You need to wear a mask. You you need to have the employees back. Most people when they got their job did not ever in this. Never in a million years did they think that they'd be the the mask police. So when customers get grouchy or get defensive, you have to say, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, if you don't want to follow this, you're going to have to leave. And that will make the employee feel like you have their back, and it's a way of potentially de-escalating it if they feel like, hey, I'm the odd person out. Um, everyone around here is, you know, they're going to support the mask. And so this is a losing battle. Of course, you'll have people who are unhappy and might might be saying bad words on the way out, but still um, it, it, it is a good strategy at their strength in numbers. So what do you do 
to prepare yourself for the holidays. I've talked about, um, you know, how you can take care of your employees, your subordinates, your teams. What are some things that you can do for yourself? Well, you can realize that you do deserve a break this holiday. It's been hard. Um, another thing that you can do for yourself and spread to your team. A lot of us feel that, oh, it's January 1. Now I've got, it's a new year. It's a brand new me. I've got to change all my bad habits. I've got to do all of these types of things to, you know, get done. We're just real hurry to get things done. I even have people that I work with um, from researchers to clients who say, you know, I'm going to wait till January to start things up. And I understand, I understand that people want to wind down during the holidays, but that doesn't mean that you should feel that you have to ramp up so much in January that you stress themselves out. January can be a stressful month for people. They've gained weight. Um, they've gone through the harshness of the holiday season, which can be difficult uh, emotionally, financially. It's even harder this year as people are not able to travel and be with their loved ones. So, you have, so to give some grace and forgiveness and realize that not everything needs to be done in January is probably one of the most important things that I can um, suggest to you. So let's talk about January. People are coming back from work. They may or may not be energized. What are some things that you can do? Well, the fact that people gain weight over the holidays, of course, can be a downer. So to the extent that you can uh, organize um, virtual workout sessions for employees, that might make them feel as though the employer cares about them. It might be a way to bond collectively. Um, you could even do, um, you know, like have partners who try to encourage each other. Those are good things to do come January. Another thing that's going to happen is even though, you know, our public health officials are telling us to stay home, all you have to do is turn on the news or do some internet searches. People aren't. We saw this during Thanksgiving, and we will see this again in Christmas. And it's possible that people may feel like, hey, I don't have to worry as much. It, you know, I, ha I haven't gotten COVID yet, or I've gotten it before, and, I, and it wasn't that bad. Or they may say, oh, there's a vaccine out. People are being vaccinated. We've gotten this covered. There are new treatments for it. And they may not take it as seriously. What do you do when people come back? So you have to ask yourself, if employees have been gone and they have to physically come back um, to work, are you going to test them when they come back? Do they have to have a, um, a negative COVID test? If they have a negative COVID test, are you going to do a rapid test? Are you going to ask them to do um, the, 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 the regular test, which trades speed for accuracy? I would say that from looking at the whatever relative law or cases that are out there or legal advice is that if you're requiring employees to get COVID testing, as an employer, I would say that it's a good idea for you to be one to pay for it if that's a requirement of their job. Um, so that's that's another thing, you know, an expense or, uh, but the employer needs to kind of think about that. Another thing 
as well is what do you do when these employees don't want to get tested? Or what do you do when an employee comes back and they are COVID positive? Well, you've got to, you know, folks have rights under the Family Medical Leave Act. Um, we have, um, we've got expanded um, protections, cares, things like that. So you need to make sure that you're very aware of the implications because there's probably going to be a spike after the holidays. It's been hard. And, you know, you may be able to tell somebody not to go to a bar. And maybe people have been okay about that. But they might not be going to a gym. But it may be really hard for some people emotionally not to go see their parents. And even though they may think they're being careful, studies are showing that even just a little over 30 minutes with being in the same room with someone who is COVID positive and you're both wearing masks, you're probably gonna get infected yourself. So there are a lot of people who feel they're being careful, but they're really are not being. So employers should really plan for the fact that you're gonna have a lot of more um, people who are testing positive when they come back. And so on, on a final note, as people transition back to work in January, you need to think about ways to energize them, to renew them. Um, they're, they're, folks might be energized from vacation, but still it's a new year and there might be a little bit of a letdown. People are like, oh my God, I just need to make it through 2020. Well, things aren't gonna get magical just because baby new year comes and it's January 1, 2021. We're still gonna be in a pandemic. We're still gonna have the economic issues. And so the extent that you can give um, um, employees emotional support, have regular check-ins, do things where you can build a cohesive team and make feel, employees feel rewarded, recognize a valuable part of the organization, all those things will go a long way in protecting the mental health of your employees and also to you know make them energized, engaged, productive workers. So on that note, I'm going to end. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of People Talk. Be well and I hope that you will turn in next week for another episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of People Talk with Angela Hall. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues. And remember to subscribe to our show. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.